0: Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Dietrich. I'm Brandon. <laughs> I'm Damon. And I'm Taj. Oh, weak-ass intro, Taj. Where did that come from? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm Taj. There we go. All right. That's what I it. Like. So, uh, welcome back to the podcast. This is a music podcast where we um, have two sides, just like a record. Side A is where we talk about a theme uh that was presented and we all give our songs that we think coincide with that theme and why we picked them and their songs a personal choice. On side B, when we put the record over, we can talk about an album that was given out from a previous episode as homework and everybody decides, you know, what they either like about the album or what they don't like, get their honest feedback, and then we get into it. Royal rumble, so to speak. So, on the first side, side A, let's go ahead and drop that deal. All right. So, this is a subject that's near and dear to my heart, or should I say my head. Um, and I'm talking about it in, in that way because, you know, it's something that definitely has affected me as I was younger. Um, I used to have long flowing locks. They weren't gold, but I considered them to be gold. I even had to braid them up and had to You know, do all types of kind of crazy stuff with my hair at that particular point in time. Then it got to a point where, you know, I just didn't like my hair. It was thinning out. It was kind of giving me the George Costanza look. And I was like, you know what? I just can't go with that anymore. So I just cut everything off. And when I tell you the freedom that came from that feeling, it was so exhilarating. It was like, and I got a pretty nice shape head, so I was able to pull off the ball look. No, I'm not a Vin Diesel type, but don't get it twisted. I it can fit inside the shirts to kind of make them look a little bit muscular. So it kind of helped me out as I grew on in my old stage. So, um, we're going to be talking about artists who were bald, but their music lost forever. Um, we all picked a particular artist that was bald that we liked and my artist that I picked crazy enough, um, Song that I picked, the artist actually had on had hair, but it looked like it was a wig. Um, it was something that they put on in order for promotional uh purposes, and so it sounded like his first single. And this particular song itself, um, came out in 1991. Uh, it was one of those top ending chart songs that you know got on everybody's list, and this particular artist was one of those that later on in life learned to pull off the ball look and it, it's been great ever since and that song that I should have picked was uh, Kids from a Rose but I thought that was a little bit too cheesy too sappy so I went with this uh, first single called Crazy and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about I'm talking about the artist known as Seal but we're never gonna survive So, what do y'all think about Crazy and that artist? Uh,
1: so, I, I I know this song. I've heard this song. Like, yeah, uh, this it, yeah, this is like straight out my high school like <laughs> type of song. Like, it, you can't go anywhere without hearing this song. It, it, it's a good song. I, I like it. Um, it's it's funny that. I kind of always remember him being bald. I don't think I ever saw him with the hair. But yeah, so, but, but that's interesting. But yeah. Um, but yeah, th- this is totally, because this was the 90s, right? This is totally 91. a 90s. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, this is totally one of those 90s songs that you're like, yeah, th- this is what was playing around my high school everywhere. You could hear every car playing this. <laughs> so, but yeah. For sure, so yeah. But yeah, no, I, I liked it. I'm sorry, okay. I, I I don't know much other Seal songs, I'll, I'm just gonna be honest. So, so, ooh, I'm gonna have you
0: to probably tell you do some stuff. Yeah, you probably <laughs> I do. probably you do, but yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So, yeah, I mean, you know, this is a this is a good song. I mean, this is definitely this is definitely something out of the '90s. That we all know, we've all heard it. We definitely heard "Kiss Kiss from a Rose." Is that what it was called? Yep. Um, yeah, we've heard that one more, but <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I think I can still listen to this one than I can the song from Batman Forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, <laughs> was it written for Batman Forever? Anyway, it was. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. So so the fact that. The this song was not written for Batman Forever, gives it extra points. Uh, you know. I, I like Kiss From a Kiss from a Rose or Kiss by a Rose, whatever. But uh no, this is a good song. Like I I dug it. Uh definitely listened to some SEAL back in the day. It's been a very long time. Um, but as soon as you, you say the name SEAL, uh, you know, you immediately know who it is. And he has a very iconic voice and definitely stands apart from from everybody else. So um mm-hmm. yeah, I I think this is great. This is a good choice. Haven't thought about Seal in in some days, but uh uh yeah, this was good. Cool, Damon.
0: What you got, man?
3: Yeah, I heard a I heard a lot of Seal in the 90s and the early 2000s and yeah, no, I like this a lot. Uh, forgot that the other song was in Batman for Batman Forever. That's fucking weird that that was made for that. But uh,
0: Great for a movie, but we're not gonna go there. No, no, no. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that.
3: So, oh <laughs> yeah, he pull he pulls off the bald look for sure. Like he's definitely, you know, he he fits that well, and that's his image, and that's what people how they know him, and. Well, it's a good look, man. Um, Yeah. So, with Seal, does he have, like, markings, like a tribal markings or something? like The scarring, right? What was that all about?
0: Yes, he has the scarring. Um, I honestly couldn't tell you, and I'm not going to make up the story either. Uh, I just knew when I first seen him, he had that scarring on his face. I want to say it may have been a tribal situation, not an accidental situation, but I don't want to speak out of turn.
3: Yeah, I just thought I remembered, like...
0: That as a story at one point, but but still yeah, got like, him one of the most beautiful women in the world is uh-huh. in life, so yeah, yeah. Can't, can't complain too much.
3: What so. a good life he's got! And he's got like he can, and I guess the other thing I was gonna say is like he's got like the scarring and stuff, but it looks good on him, like every, everything about his image, like he's pulling it off, man. He's confident, uh,
1: seals fucking badass, <laughs> so yep. yeah. I like it. So, was it, I know this seems like a weird thing, but it's only because of the album cover. And I want to say maybe one of the other album cover. Like, he is he a dancer too? Like, was he a dancer and a singer? Like, like a modern dancer? He uh, was a modern art dancer that okay.
0: was inside, but it wasn't like a a like not like a hip hop dancer or anything. Yeah, like no, it. that's what I meant. Yeah. Like a
1: modern art. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay very, that, very artsy yes okay gotcha okay that's it a...
0: oh, okay cool so i'll skate by with that one all right. <laughs> in my head. all right so next in line uh i'm gonna go ahead and pick brennan Maybe yeah man know what you got
2: so um artists that i really like i've done a song by him before the song i picked came out in 1969 it is from Isaac Hayes, and the song is Walk On By. Walk on by. Make that you don't Came out from in the it was on the album from 1969 called Hot Buttered Soul. Uh, this is an album that I adore and I love. It's only four tracks. I actually thought about it as a choice album at one time but then i thought that's crazy four tracks i don't know uh and you know all all four tracks are pretty long songs this one is a very long song uh it it uh it comes in at over 12 minutes um i don't know which version you guys listen to hopefully you listen to the long one um but there's never a dull moment on this song this is a very soulful song would you be surprised to know it's actually a cover Uh, the song was originally written by Burt Baccarat and Hal David and um, the song itself was recorded with the bar keys and I don't know like it's just it's the song that starts the album and what a way to 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 introduce the second studio album by Isaac Hayes Um, it's just like I said it is very soulful it's got a great beat um isaac Hayes totally owns this song i can't even imagine that there's any other versions out there because this is all his this is his and his alone um yeah i like i i don't know how many times i listened to it just for the podcast because i needed a reason Uh, (laughs) Um it's just uh it's just wonderful stuff the album itself is phenomenal too if you want to go back and listen to everything on there there's three more tracks, guys. You can do it. Um, but yeah, Hot Butter Soul is incredible. Um, Isaac Hayes I, I was a phenomenal artist. I've talked about him at length when we I did the theme from Shaft. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think this is probably my favorite album by him. Um, and this is definitely one of my favorite tracks by him as well. So uh, what do you guys think?
0: I think Isaac Hayes is a ball of aficionado. Um, I think he definitely called out not only the look, but the style and for sure the music. Um, nobody could touch his music, his instrumentation, his orchestra type feel, his, his, his soul that he put inside of the music, the sensual feeling that you get out of it, the rush of, of, of the beats in which they flowed. Like, man, it, it don't get too much better than Isaac. And he knew exactly what the hell he was doing. And even if he didn't, you wouldn't be able to tell him otherwise. So this was a hell of a track. And yes, we will go back and listen to those other three. Um, you know, that, that'll that make it a whole hour just by itself.
1: <laughs> no, it, I, I liked it for sure. I, I enjoyed the song. I never heard it before. Um, you know, I had heard Shaft before when we had covered that. Um, and, you know, I kind of feel like I, I should... Uh, listen to more Isaac Hayes, and and I haven't, but it, I thoroughly enjoyed this track. It, it was enjoyable, for for all twelve minutes. <laughs> so, yeah.
3: So, I must have missed out on a whole lot because I listened to a four and a half minute song. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Brandon, but I still liked it. So Isaac Hayes was at wasn't he at Woodstock? Let me talk about that. I remember hearing some of this stuff from sock. I think he was, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I like this. He's gonna, what is he on his lyrics? Sock it to me, mama. You're really sock it to me. I like that. Talk. <laughs> that's like some seventies talk that's straight out of the movie shaft probably, but that, that's slang, baby. Right? Yeah. Suck <laughs> it to me. Uh, and mama. So yeah. <laughs> Call your lady mama.
0: That's why I'm old doing. lady.
3: <laughs> or, yeah, old lady or yeah, mama or I don't know, whatever. But he's got a cool Sweet name band. doing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <still good>. Yeah. <laughs> <This> <laughs> guy's way
3: too cool, way cooler than me. <laughs> I can't
1: pull any of that shit off. So, it, it, although I will say that er, that era of slang still always it makes me think of airplane. <laughs> Jive, oh. I, knew you were going going there. Goes? I knew you were going to go there. I'm <laughs> well, just saying like that that error slang, scene. like <laughs> I, 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 think, so I can speak slang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I speak jive. Slapping <laughs> on the backhand side, you jive turkey. <laughs> I
3: yeah, knew you going you going get there. schooled
0: and jive. Uh, what is
3: it? Hot? Is this hot buttered soul? Right. The name of the that's album? the name of the album. Hot yeah. butter, hot butter, soul. Oh shit, dude, that's awesome. That's just that just says it all, man. Hey. This guy's fucking smooth as shit.
0: Uh, Ivy Caves and Barry White are the original panty droppers. Let's not get anything <laughs> confused.
1: Okay, hey, I, can't,
0: uh, yeah. I, can, can I can. Yeah, this guy can do whatever he wants.
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, I'm bald, bitch. I don't care. <laughs>
0: Now give me some love in a second. right.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. I like it. And I just butchered it up a little bit. I didn't mean to, but yeah, I'm not cool enough. Again, I'm not worthy to even listen to Isaac (laughs) Hayes. But now that I had to for an assignment, uh, I'm learning how less cool I am. So, (laughs) but thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I'm not worthy. So
0: there you go. All right. So while we're on this groove train, let's go ahead and kick it over to uh, Taj. What uh, a what, uh, hairless individual that you bring to the table i like for us to listen to.
1: So uh, in order to keep it kind of personal, like a an artist that I actually knew, uh, I went for an artist that... Uh, has uh, a lot of strong ties to my wife's relationship. So when I first met my wife, um, I don't know who it was in my social circle, but like they got me believing, which I kind of get, but they got me believing that Hootie and the Blowfish was a terrible fan. <laughs> and they're still enjoyable. I mean, they're not that bad, but there's the lead, <laughs> lead artist Hootie, um, went on to do solo career. And so I picked the Darius Rucker song. And the thing was like, my wife loves Hootie and the Bluefish. And so when this album came out and then the next album, like I was like, Hey, look, he came out and he's now doing country. Um, And you know what? It's it's not bad. It it's kind of more hootie and the blowfish but with a country twang to it. And that's pretty much it. Like it's not much different than hootie and the blowfish other than the the country sound to it. And and you're like it's his niche. Like you can't argue that he doesn't produce good stuff, like, you know. But yeah, so I picked this uh by Darius Rucker.
3: Such a lucky man
0: didn't make
1: every chance I did or I didn't take. All the nuts I went too far. So <laughs> and, yeah, so but and I like it. It's a good song. It, I could have picked I know people like Wagon Wheel a lot more. Um I do it, it is enjoyable, but I do still I personally prefer the uh uh old crow medicine shows version of of Wagon Wheel. But I mean, you know, I get why the Darius Rucker one's more popular but because it's more poppy so
2: whole crows are better
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah uh, nothing nothing, well, about, uh, nothing uh, about Darius Rucker
2: I, I I know more about Hootie <laughs> than I know about <laughs> Darius <laughs> so <laughs> You guys ever seen, I, I, every every time I think of Hootie and a Blowfish, I always think of Jerry Maguire. Mm. A <laughs> kid goes up to him and goes, are you Hootie? Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> anyway. You guys remember that? that. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't Ooh. listened to a lot of Darius Rucker, just like <laughs> more Hootie. Um, I like that you called him Hootie as well. (laughs) Um, the song, uh, yeah, yeah, the the (laughs) song is, um, the song is okay. Um, it's, it's very, you know, it's sappy. It's intentionally sappy. And if that's the kind of music you like, then you're going to like this. Um, it's, it's just, it's just okay for me, but I can see how the song could mean something especially if you listen to that song at that right moment. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to like be too critical. I think it is good for what it is. It's just not something I gravitate towards. Um, I don't think I'm the one who said Hootie sucks. <laughs> I don't, I think I just, I just kind of let that go, you know, like <laughs> just, uh, leave it be and leave Hootie in the past. Um, so, oh. uh, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to stop talking, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Are you Hootie? <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny too. I think it's cuz Cubic Goody Jr's reaction in the scene is just hilarious.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to start off by saying I'm not a Darius Rucker fan. Um only because <sighs> Okay. So it's, it's a little bit of savviness. It's a little bit of, of, um, his voice, just kind of the, the twang in it, it kind of throws me off a little bit, but I will say he does write good, good ass songs. So when he left Hootie and the Blowfish, I went from Hootie to hoodat. and <laughs> real quick, <laughs> but it, yeah, that pun was intended, but he did come back and he did surprise me with his country albums, with his country songs. He went down that lane. And he found a spot in it. And I'm not mad at it at all. And it it fits the new age country that's, that's out here. Um, just a little more homesome, a little more family oriented. Um, nothing too crazy, nothing too wild. And he just kind of, that's his lane. And he knows his lane. He understands it and he fits in that pocket. And this is one of those songs that I've been requested to play at a wedding. So I definitely feel where you're coming from with that. And it's, 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 it's one of those songs. It's like, it's so wholesome that you wanna find something wrong with it. But you know, I I just really can't. And I just I just give it to him and he knows his lane, he knows what he's doing, and I have respect for him and what he's doing. I just I will not bang it on a regular basis in my my situation. But outside of that, no, it's it's a cool song. Good pick for you, Josh. Great pick. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> That was not a fly. <laughs> it was like
2: a backhand compliment.
0: It was not a backhand compliment. It, it, it was a good pick because I wasn't sure where, he, he was my ex factor. I didn't know where the hell he was going to go with it. But he actually, he actually came out with it, with a good song and a good choice. It's just happened to be a horse that I don't really listen to, but it doesn't mean it's for me. It's for him. And I, I appreciate, excuse me, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it. it well, I pulled. I pulled myself away from the edge. I, I almost did a, a Blue Man Group song just because they were all bald, and I was like, "But they're not really singers." I thought, that would have done. It.
2: That would have been too much, man. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. But then we just couldn't have talked about Hootie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs>
1: so.
3: Yeah, I'm a fan of Hootie more so than like the country stuff, but uh, I think a lot of, like a lot of his stuff's country when he's going solo, but not all of it. I, mean, I still like it though, actually. I really like Darius Ruckers, I think he's like one of my favorite artists, actually. Um, oh. but uh, and I don't give a shit if you guys care, I want to go, love it, bro. But yeah, I like the feel good, like, I like feeling good because it's shit gets dark. So I need something to break the monotony, but he's, yeah, he's got like a good voice. Uh, this is a good, this is a good song. It's not like, I think it's, yeah, this is like a happy song. Like it's kind of like a lot of his stuff I think comes from the heart and like his mom passed away and all that. So like, he's got like a lot of, I think he's got a few songs about his mom, but, um, yeah, Hootie and the Bloodfish, one of my favorite bands too. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of bands and music I like that are similar to his work, and the band Hooties, Hootie the Bloodfish, like their work as well. So, yeah. yeah. So, Fuck
0: you guys now. <laughs> just kidding. No, uh, no just kidding. No, you know what? I think I think mine's is more so out of hate, just because I know that he dated one of my favorite comedians. Oh, uh, at the time, it was Kate Quigley. <laughs> like I, I, wanted to smash her so bad, but the fact that he got to date her and do all that Wait, stuff. Who, like, oh, who did he stuff. want? Who was it? Uh, Kate Quigley. Yeah. Oh. And you yeah, hate him because he, he got her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You, got, you can't, look, let, that you go? let, no, can't <laughs> let that go. No, I can't let that go. No, I can't let that go. It's, it's burning in my brain now. It's, it's there. It's, I can't. I can't look past that. Even if she was to come up and we spark some type of conversation. It'd still be in the back of my mind, you were dating that dude. Oh yeah. Like I can't, I can't get past this shit. I I would have to pass. I can't I can't do it. Sorry. Yeah. I have I have standards. I can't. All right. Oh, well thank you. No problem. All right. <laughs> So, last but not least Hey, Damon Give me something that's gonna breathe yeah. in my alive, man Come on, What's up, man? Cat. All right, Blow so
3: Yeah, all right, so like uh, Bald uh, artists, First thing <laughs> that came to mind, Midnight Oil And mm. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so Midnight Oil oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Midnight Oil is a band that started in the 80s Uh, One of the songs I love the most is Beds Are Fucking Burning. And it's not fucking burning, it's Beds Are Burning. But I always get really excited with that. This is something I can blast in the fucking car when I'm driving fast. Um... I'm a good driver, but sometimes music just makes me want to have fun. So... (laughs) Look out!
1: Is Um, is, is that what you tell the officer? I was just having fun, officer. (laughs) I'm I'm an excellent driver. I'm an excellent mm -hmm. driver.
3: I'm a great driver, guys. Actually, I am a pretty good driver.
1: Uh, Anyway...
3: (laughs) So... uh, Midnight oils. um, Beds are burning. And this is Peter Garrett. He's the lead singer. He's the bald dude that looks like a character from a horror movie, which I can't remember his name. You might know, Brandon. Help me out. But I always got him confused a little bit with, like, um, actually, I think I met this guy, too, at Texas Frightmare Weekend. (laughs) Uh, But uh, anyway, my brain's mush. But this this uh, came out in 1987. And uh, they're from Sydney, Australia. Um yeah, there's like political shit in this song. It's not just about your bed being on fire. <laughs> oh, you just lit your bed on fire? So yeah. Anyway, what do you got? <laughs> what do you guys think of that? I'm just
2: imagining the artist like What's your song about? No, I don't know. Political shit. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's about political shit. Man, I should have done that back in film school. What's your film about? It's about political shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, politics. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, anyway, <laughs> I to go back to the song, I digress uh, yeah, I mean, you know this is this is a song, of course, you know, I've heard it multiple times i this like and I knew the artist i s this was another song where I don't think I ever knew what the actual name of the song was, you know i never I never took that time or you know, I never cared that much to know what it was called. I just knew when it came on. I'm like, oh, yeah, this song's cool. I like this song. Uh, And I knew the artist's name, but yeah, again, I didn't know the name of the song. I should have, because they say it multiple times in the chorus. Uh, But yeah, no, good song, good choice. Um, Wouldn't expect anything uh, else from you. If it's 80s, there's a good chance that's going to be Damon's pick. So um, good (laughs) pick,
3: good choice. Yeah, I think so. To give you a little more insight on the song, it's they're like from the fucking outback so in in australia there's aborigine tribes so it's a so it's aboriginal land rights that that what that's basically like what they're talking about the song but like it's become such a hit and sounds just great you know it's got like a really good guitar sound which i I think this is the first band where I've heard this kind of sound in the eighties. And I think it's like traveled to new bands that have kind of like picked up the, picked up their sound a little bit. So I know they've influenced, they must have influenced a lot of new bands. Um, it's, it's almost like the first better recording studio sound <laughs> for coming out of the eighties. And I think that they just, you know, maybe it's because they're not from the States. I don't know. They, they're, their record label did a really good job with this. I mean, great studio album. I think it's you know sounds like it was remastered first time around. But um, yeah, so there's
0: that political shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this got Crocodile Dundee written all over it. So, oh yeah. yeah,
1: oh yeah. So yeah, Wait, and so uh, I I have heard the song before, for for sure. I you know, I don't didn't know the artist. Um, You know, I I really enjoy the song. I do like it. It's it's interesting that you mentioned that it's a political song from the eighties. You know, it kind of you know kind of like linking weird things together. Like if because that's the exact around the same point where like the gods must be crazy, gods must be crazy too, and quickly down under came out, right? Like there was a lot of stuff trying to make people yeah. conscious about the. You know, and so, but that's where, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't put that together, but yeah, I, for the song itself, I enjoy it, and yeah, you know, it's kind of like trying to be another, like, I know it's not, but it's like trying to be like the wall for Pink Floyd, kind of, maybe. I don't know. That's weird. I mean, know.
3: they're definitely not trying to be be Pink Floyd, but they, yeah, like they have their own distinct sound and all that, but, I mean, yeah. they're, that's another great band, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's like the message that they're sending in this song. like i feel like happens in a lot of cities now in austin where we're where i'm living austin texas like it's becoming like a very gentrified in a lot of areas so Mm. people are being kicked out of their homes you know for that same thing it's a little different you know with uh, the land rights with tribes and stuff like that but yeah, you know, your house is your house. <laughs> uh, yeah, shit, shit happens. But I mean, like, you know, you might be a little bit more lucky in a place like this where you can get money for it. <laughs> if you're the owner, you might get paid well. But yeah, it's uh, it's nice when bands speak out. Yeah,
0: music. Yeah, as far. Yeah, definitely nice when bands speak out. Um, I do see the the political undertones for what's going on. Um, I do feel you know the Aboriginals in the we a part of their home and getting pulled out, in order to try to make room for all these high rises and all this other crap that's coming into play. Um, it's definitely genocide in some way, shape, form or fashion. Um, over here, we got to worry about eminent domain and things of that nature over there. You know, they're coming through and just like coaching people like, like creatures. And that's a scary situation. As far as the song goes, um, you know what I love about Midnight Oil? every song that i've ever heard from him or them excuse me had that like rolling thumping bass line or guitar lick that just you know carries the whole track and they, they were definitely strong in their presence <laughs> didn't, there was no exception in this particular song um everything is unique in it and i have no problem with it i think that was a pretty good pick. Uh, I I couch you for the '90s, dude, but now I could slash '80s in front of that in order to keep it moving. So I'm not I'm not mad about it at all, man. That was a good one. Thank you, thank you. Oh,
2: all right, sweet. Well, um, good choices, guys, all around for the most part. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and uh pick up that needle and then flip the record and drop that needle on side B. And Diedrich, you had some homework for us.
0: Yes, I had some homework that might have scared a couple of you, but you know, don't be afraid. You know, it's just music, it'll be okay. Um, this particular artist here was born in 1970, he was an older individual. Um, he he came from the school of hard knocks, and he personified school of hard knocks. Literally, uh, he's one of those individuals that um, he was an enigma within himself. And, you know, you you couldn't tell if he was happy or sad, but you could definitely tell when he was mad. Um, but in the times that he was able to convey some some thought or some word, it was definitely powerful, and you understood everything that he was saying and then so. Um, he's one of those individuals that you don't want to live their life, but you do respect the life that they live and were able to make himself out of nothing and turn himself into uh, at one point a millionaire or close to it. And at another point, you know, come back down to the squatter situation. And, you know, he's had so many ups and downs that it literally, you know, kind of, kind of get him in towards the end of his life, but it was definitely one of those lives that was worth living. So if y'all don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Earl Simmons, aka Dark Man X, aka X, aka DMX. And, um, just to go ahead and just give a little background here before we get into the album itself. So X was one of those that was, grew up hard. Um, he, he definitely, uh, was, Difficult breathing, which gave him his raspiness because he had uh, bronchial asthma, which I do as well uh, from a kid going on up. So, if it gets to the point where I just get to yelling like that at a football game or something of that nature, my voice is gone. He actually learned how to control his voice and turn it into something that, that had gruel and grit and street all written into it. Um, just, Just so you understand. We're talking about somebody that was heavily influenced by God, especially, you know, coming out of where he came from. The man is not a saint by any means, and he'll tell you up front. He literally been arrested 30 times. He's had every crime attached to him from robbery to assault, carjacking, animal cruelty, reckless driving, driving under the influence, unlicensed driving, drug possession, uh, probation violations. Player to pay child support because he had multiple kids, um, impersonating a federal agent, tax evasion. All the, you could think of all the stuff that, you know, would be like crazy. Like there's no way this dude should be walking the street and then turn around and he wins a, a BET award or he's, he's at the music awards or he's, he's on screen with Jet Lee and he's, you know, fighting off, off evil people. And he's, you know, he's, he just, he embodied so much. Um, whether he was, you know, singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and actually turned it into a, like a hot Christmas song, even though he couldn't really sing to the point where he was impersonating a, a federal agent trying to get somebody to pull over, uh, cause he thought that they took money from him. And, but what I will say about X, you when know, he got his name, DMX was, um, from the movie Darkman. Man. Um, he just added the X on the end because, you know, he thought that he was a, a vengeful individual that had been scarred in life coming back to take his vengeance out on the folks that did him wrong. Um, which essentially was everybody in society who was living a normal life. Um, but by all of his faults and, and all of his, his, his misdoings, he never once put it out on anybody else. He took stood up and took charge of everything that he was a part of. And it all played out in his music. His music is timeless. His music is is that of an individual that really lived what they were talking about and really did what they were talking about, as opposed to 95% of the industry that just puts on an image. He was able to be himself within his music. And you could hear that, especially in this particular album that we're talking about, uh, 98, I believe was the time which came out and we we're talking about. um It's Dark and Hell is Hot, which is his debut album. Uh, this particular album right here, not only did it spark a movement of just hardcore East Coast rhyming coming back into play, which kind of fell off at a certain point, but it also brought forth a movement on so many of the different levels. For example, it brought a producer out of it that brought countless artists into the game Um, By the Swiss Beats Um, It brought a movement um, By a riding club slash car club By the sense of Rough Riders um, Due to a Rough Riders anthem That came out which is based off of the label But he turned it into a a Fucking mantra um, For other individuals to listen to And and be a part of that lifestyle Whether they rode um, quads ATVs um, Sport bikes, Harleys Whatever the case in point may be Or cars you know, it became a car club as well. He formed a lifestyle for individuals, um, to, to actually be a part of something that were not a part of something before. Um, he showed you all of his faults. He took no pride in them, but he definitely let you know where he was coming from and what he represented, which was God first and his rhyming ability second to none. Um, he took on NEMC. There's actual, actual footage out there. Of uh, him actually taking on Jay Z in a in a rap battle, so to speak, and holding his own, and then some. Um, there's you know, countless awards, countless uh, top ten singles, you know, gold certified platinum. This particular album itself literally sold two hundred and fifty one thousand copies in the first week. And It's one of those that every single song on here is something that you know either. Grab you by the nuts, or it will, something that have you chanting down the hallway, and then you realize you're singing some lyrics that you probably shouldn't be singing around folks. <laughs> um, but um, for the most part, this particular album was a concept album. Uh, it's a concept album about about pain and about manic depressive thoughts, and 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 how the mind wanders from an individual that's not all quite there, but is there enough to know that they're present in the moment when it needs to be especially when you're talking about life or death. Um, um, what I will say is there's there's album or particular songs on this album that just, like, reach out and touch you if you listen to it. Um, I can feel it coming through with Phil Collins' sample. Uh, you've got uh, The combo, which is the talk between him and the devil. Um, you've got, you know, skits on here that are literally talking about um, you know that's my man's in there. and that's and that's like that's how they actually talk. And then you got other skits like, who is it? It's Nikki, and get shooting at the door because you're not telling me who you are. And like that's that's the kind of stuff that whether you believe it or not goes on in everyday regular life. And like all this stuff really, really does come to a head, especially when you're talking about robbing somebody. This was an individual that literally had been arrested several times for robbery, armed robbery on top of that, and turned around and became one of the biggest artists to come out in that particular year. And and just by him being himself in his story. And there's so many artists out here that want to organically grow into that situation. But, you know, just like the, the genius is a step away from a madman, you don't know where to go with it. And some people don't know how to control it. Some people don't. Um, he died in April of uh, 2021, and he's definitely felt, um his spirit is felt, and it's missed. Uh If we're getting into this particular album, my favorite song on here has to be um left, right, up, down, ABAB, start. It has to be All The Way, Stop Being Greedy. I've been eating long enough now Stop being greedy. Let's keep it real, partner. Give to the need. My to touch. So don't make me wait. Talk around it, I'ma bite you. Snatch the plate. Uh, was the first particular song that I heard actually no, take that back, Get At Me Dog was the first song that I heard from them but like this one right here was the one that stole my heart this is the one that made me buy the, uh, the tape, this is the one that made me buy the CD, this is the one gonna maybe go back and get it on album, this is the one that Kyle set it forth for me to go and be into DMX mode Not because, I'll, you know what I'm saying I wanted to be DMX per se But everything that he had been through In some way, shape, form, or fashion I had been down that road To the point where I was like Man, I understand exactly where he's coming from um, This song right here is the quintessential Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde Type of feel Where he starts out talking smooth Everything is good And then that uh, 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 dogs start coming out on the, on the second part of each verse, and he's literally giving it to you raw. And you can tell about the feeling, the pain, and 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 the structure in his voice. He's not playing with you. And if you knew DMX by any means, by watching him on TV or or watching him, you know, play out and however he talked to the individuals, he was one of those that got mad, aggressive with you to the point where you looked like he was strangled you, wherever the hell you were at, if he really got mad at you. So. He was not one of those individuals that you would take lightly. Uh, he definitely had an intimidating factor to him, but in his music, not only did that come out or be personified, but also just the pain within his voice. Um, he's got other songs or other albums that he's literally talking about his his depression and where he's going, coming from, and how he's dealing with it and how he has to keep moving because he can't stop because it's not an option. Um, This particular album is what started it all for him and immortalized him in hip-hop history as one of the greats. You know, just because as troubled as he was, he's definitely an artist and knew how to find his crap. So, I'm tired of rambling now. Let me go ahead and give somebody else a chance to speak and um, tell me what y'all think about DMX. It's dark and hell is hot.
2: So, well, I'll... Oh, go Go ahead. Uh, Okay, I, I, I was just going to say um, I am a fan of DMX and I have listened to this album uh, previously uh, a few times actually um, I do own some DMX albums uh, mm-hmm. so I am familiar with, with his music and uh, it was fun to revisit because I haven't heard this in, in a long time um, okay. and uh, I did listen to it multiple times um, I just, yeah, I mean it reminded me why I liked DMX when I when I first discovered him, you know, back in... I, it was probably... is either this album or shortly after. Um, either it was late 90s or early 2000s, um, you know. And and I think part of it might have been, like, Party Up might have been the song that really mm-hmm. introduced him to me. But then I started listening to uh, his albums and, and really, really liked it. And, um, yeah, I mean... I think this is, from what I can remember, this is I think probably his best album, or at least, you know, I think it probably is. I can't say I've listened to everything that DMX ever released, but um, this is this is uh, this is great, and I mean, yeah, it just it's so different and very unique, um, you know, and yeah, like the the songs are great, but the skits are equally awesome. As well, you know, and um, yeah, it's it's just it's so interesting because, you know, like just the subject matter, just changes, and um, you know, like, yeah, like you just if you if you listen to it closely, like, you know, there's so much so much that he's saying, um, and just the beats are great too, and I just like his, I like his rhythm, and and I don't know, like he. He definitely, definitely, I don't know, like he stands out, you know, like when you hear a DMX song, you know, it's DMX, like there's no question about it whatsoever. And I think that I think that makes an artist better because they have a distinct quality to them. Um, And so I so, yeah, anyway, uh, I think this is a great album. It was great to revisit. I'm glad you picked this one. Big fan. Uh Yeah. And uh I, I should go dust off my DMX CDs and listen to some more stuff. I mean, it'd be easier probably just to stream it. But, you know, I, I should grab that CD. I it's, paid for it's it. There's
0: no fun in that. Exactly. Yeah. There's no fun yeah. in that. Yeah. It's, everybody's tossed up between this and especially my flesh, blood, and my blood. Um, the other album that came out like immediately after this one but yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely one of those
2: yeah and I, I had a couple songs that came to mind right away I'm so glad you picked Stop Being Grief Gr- <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the one I am gonna go with because you know I want another song I want the song to, to be played on the podcast uh, my choice is gonna be uh, Let Me Fly
0: Let Me Fly oh, give me death. Let my soul rest, take my breath If I don't fly, I'ma die anyway I'ma live on, but I'll be gone
2: any day Um, yeah, yeah I'm gonna go with Let Me Fly So, um, oh, but Stop Being that. Greedy is so good too So, but, uh, yeah, Let Me Fly
1: So, uh, so I, uh, I like the album a lot I, I did get two or three listens in what? And, yeah, no, I liked it, like, it- Cause, it, you know how we talked about it, it. You know how we talked about Kate Nash being honest. Like this is honesty. Like this, this album isn't trying to hide anything. Like good, bad. It's showing you all right. And the skits themselves show that other side. Like that, the skits show like, hey, you know, this is what talk is like on the street. But then this is me. You know, and, and he's trying. To, trying to justify, you know, both he's trying to square that circle, right? Uh and so I'm just gonna jump to my song because my song, I the reason I like it so much is because it's kind of it's hard to tell whether it's a reflection back on his past or whether it's just like this is how this is how easy things can go dark. And the song I'm picking is Damien.
0: Yeah, snake the rat the cat the Are you gonna him if you living in the Snake the rat the cat the Are uh, you gonna see him if you living in the, uh,
1: the, the Cuz the uh, uh, that song is just like that is a story unto itself and it's like, you know, like it it's like I do this one thing for you, maybe I'll do one more thing, but you got to do twice for me and you're like and you just go down that rabbit hole and then all of a sudden you're killing your homies. Like you're like Like, where? how did we get here? Like, (laughs) and he's like, well, I guess there's going to be trouble. You're like, and then he just ends it. And you're like, what? (laughs) Like, Turn back. Like, at some point, you want him to turn back because he's like, you know, you're like, he's not doing anything for you. He's just stroking your ego and giving you stuff. Right. But but that's that's kind of what that song is about. And like, yeah. And then it it ends with the beat to, to be continued. And you're like really like but yeah so but th- that's my that's the song i like but yeah the whole album is like yeah you can't you can't deny the honesty on it so it's just amazing so but yeah <laughs> cool damon what you got man
3: well my first pick would have been damien that's a, that is a good one <laughs> Uh thanks tosh no problem <laughs> uh yeah dmx's history is so weird i mean so like I don't know if the animal cruelty was when he stole the dog from the junkyard,
0: but like, uh, was he like doing like dog fights or something? I don't really know. He was involved in everything, man. Right? Yeah, so that's he, like. He was not a soft individual. I know. So weird that
3: music and movies, because he's an actor too. He was an actor. Yeah. Yep. Like a big time I actor. Was he was uh, an action actor, yes. Yeah, like Jet Li movies and shit. So. Uh, I mean, that's all cool and stuff, but, like, it's so hard for me to to separate the music from, like, the shittiness of some of these artists. <laughs> and, yeah, he had a hard life, but so don't we all, you know? And, like, so, but, yeah, he does talk about it really well. I think he, his lyrics are great. He has, like, a lot of lyrics that go into his rhymes, and it sounds good. I listened to this album, and I was, like, really loving it. Like, I was grilling outside. I was doing shit around the highway, just my, my earbuds in, you know, those <laughs> earbuds with full fucking sound. And that really, I can really hear the, you know, the music and that's, that's, that's what I like is production. I like the it goes into a song. It goes into an album. The studio did a good job with this, but X is coming Is you know, it's my other pick. Uh, the whole Freddy's nightmare kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, five. So yeah, it's like you know, X is coming for you. <laughs> he's pissed off and he's got a lot of shit built up. <laughs> so the fuck out. But yeah, like he's definitely representing like a side of. The music industry that like i guess like it's the freedom of being an artist so you can have this really crazy life live a hard life have all these shitty things happen and that's what makes you unique i mean that's that's what makes him unique Mm -hmm. i like it but i don't know if i would have always liked this i know there was a time where i was just kind of like kind of shy to listen to music like this didn't really like i don't I can't relate to a lot of the stuff I've had hard stuff happen in my life, but like, it's completely different, but it's really interesting to hear how DMX went through these situations and other artists that are collaborating with him. Like, you know, they, they're living these crazy lives. It's, you know, it's, it, it ranges from a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you're hearing it all. Like,
0: it's his fucking diary. It's his diary, man. Mhm. I think the best at film adaptation of the situation is him and Nas got together and filmed yeah. uh, the movie Belly. If y'all haven't had seen that, go back and check that out. That's that's a cult classic right there. Um, but yeah, it definitely it it, it conveys his pain and and his struggle um, with going back and forth, trying to be an artist. Yet I'll still snatch shit off of you if if I want to take that chain. It's like that's that's real life. You know, balance that some people cannot balance. They usually tell people when you come into the industry, either you're going to be all the way in the street, or you're going to be all the way industry. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. And X was like, "Fuck that! Damn. I'm gonna do all of that and then some." <laughs> and you can't tell me how to be B because fuck you, I'm gonna be B before I'm anybody else. And, yeah. Uh, He was, he was definitely one of those characters that, that personified that thought process. He was a rebel with the cause and without to and through. So RIP to X for sure.
3: Yeah. I remember when he died, (laughs) I remember hearing that it was just like, Oh my God. That was, it was weird because he, I guess he had a heart attack and Uh life support and all that. So it was, yeah, just such a, Odd thing to hear it. Everybody was like, what DMX? Cause everybody knows who DMX is. I think even if you don't listen to rap and hip hop, I mean, you know, who this guy is, uh, you know, from his acting career too, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy, man. Gives you perspective, I guess.
1: All right. Okay. Uh, anything else? Yeah, enough not the dark stuff. This, this, this <laughs> it wasn't that dark. I mean we had some darker ones. I mean this is definitely on the dark side. Not like I don't think it was the darkest, but <laughs> no, not the darkest. <laughs> <Right>? but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Uh well uh Damon, uh do you have some homework for next week?
3: Yeah, I do. So i you know, I I, mean, I might have mentioned a song on this album. I really like the album. It's a newer album that I, uh, I I listen to it all the time. And it, you know, that's kind of what we're about, right? These are our choice albums, and this is uh, yeah, this is something I I think is pretty profound. Uh, but it's a pretty new album, so uh, this is Dawn FM, Alternate World. And it's by the weekend. Talked about the weekend before uh, this album came out in 2022, so yeah, it's pretty new. But I love the shit out of this. I fucking blast it in the car all the time. This gets me through my days, and it's yeah, it's got a eerie feel to it. <laughs> it's really pretty dark. We're not, we're not, we haven't escaped the darkness, guys. But uh, it's also kind of fun too. So um, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So the, I
1: think I've I know I've listened to one or two Weekend albums maybe, is this the the one with him? Is this the one with the famous album cover? Uh, I
3: don't know the one where he looks like he's old. <laughs> he looks like he's like eighty.
1: Oh, um, no. Okay. No, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. But okay.
3: yeah. All right. So yeah, Don so. FM, Alternate World. This uh, so is the Weekend, uh, 2022 okay sounds
1: good all right so uh this has been Trace tracks you can find us on our website at tracetracks.com or email us at tracetracks at gmail.com both of those end with a z Uh, we have matching playlists for each episode on both spotify and pandora and we ask that you please subscribe to listen to all past and future episodes um let's go and sign out i've been taj i'm brandon I'm Damon. And I'm Dietrich.
0: And uh, we're going to pick up the needle, but yachi has been in those choice traps.